Congressman Kevin Kramer, Senator-elect Kevin Kramer, was on the floor taking a vote. Uh, he is joining us now live from Washington, D.C. to give you the latest on what's happening with the House and the possibility of the government maybe, maybe remaining open. So, Congressman Kramer, uh, Senator-elect, welcome back to Point of View, sir. So, give us, give us the latest. I know you were literally taking a vote. So, are we going to have $5 billion in this bill and headed to the Senate, or what's going on? Well, if we pass it, there will be. And as I was leaving, I, I literally was the first person to vote, and I sprinted out the door and, and ran over here. As I was walking in, I noticed you, you may have C-SPAN on, I don't, but as I was walking, I walked by a TV and saw that it was something like, you know, 70 to, to, to 50. So um, we'll see. I, you know, the, the bill uh, has, has been put forward tonight, of course, adds the adds $5.7 billion for the wall. It adds, I think, roughly $7.8 billion for disaster relief, which is really important to the southeast coastal, coastal states, particularly agriculture. Um, that should get some more votes. Uh, on the other hand, there are some people that don't like that spending because, of course, none of it is, is offset uh, on the other side of the ledger. So you may lose some people as well. The other challenge, Chris, is we don't know who all is here. Um, there are some people that haven't come back for a couple of days. So we'll see. I kind of think it's going to pass the House floor tonight and go over to the Senate. I talked to a few senators today. Most of them have left town, but there were some at the White House with us, including Senator John Hoven, who are, who are welcoming this opportunity to vote on the wall. They want to have that bill. They want to have that money in, uh, you know, in the bill. So we'll see whether it, uh, it succeeds or, or whether we have to keep negotiating. I will tell you this, Chris, it, it is clear to me that our, my constituents, anyway, want us to fight. They, they do not want us yeah. to simply cave to a CR just because it's Christmas. And I think they're right. I, I don't think you know, I want to be home for Christmas. Chris wants me home for Christmas. Abel wants me home for Christmas. But we, you know, we we have a job to do, and I want to stay here and get the job done. Yeah, I mean, you know what, Congressman? To be fair, I mean, I saw a comment earlier today from uh, Senator Susan Collins about what he's going to—he's ruining my life. Like, wait a second. I just gave the stats. We're catching 10 known or suspected terrorists a day at the border. We removed 2,000 right. last year, and you guys want to worry about Christmas right. break? Well, there are, we know 600 convicted felons in that caravan. So, so, Chris, you raise a very important point, and you're, of course, part of this solution to this. One of the things I think some people feel is that maybe the president hasn't made this case articulately enough and, and uh, loudly enough. And, you know, even he was, you know, fairly willing. I mean, he gave a green light to Senator McConnell to do the CR and take this fight on to in, in February. Um, some people, I think, and maybe he believed at some point that that might be a more advantageous time when, when Nancy Pelosi has the gavel. But, but, but Congressman, um, to, to be but, fair, sir, you're saying that President Trump hasn't done a good enough job to commute. He ran on this. This is how he won. And it shouldn't be his job, in my opinion, as a congressman or a senator. It's not the president's job to educate you guys on, hey, here's the uh, the bad people coming into our country. Here's the coming. That that's part of your job. So I don't understand why you guys, especially Mitch McConnell, makes this promise that, hey, you sign this omnibus bill, President Trump, we're going to have the money in the wall. And then Mitch stands up this week like, whoa, we can't shut down the. I mean, w what is going on here? Why don't these people but, but understand but this? But Chris, but here's the these people are the president. President Trump was the person who gave Mitch McConnell the green light to put up a clean CR. And why he did that, I don't know. Why he thought, you know, might have thought for a while that February 8th would be a good time. I have some theories about it, but 
I think some of it has to do with the sales pitch because it's not Congress. It's you know Congress answers to people, and so you also have to convince the American people. And he has some opportunities coming up to do that. That all of that said, Chris, it's House members that pushed this issue to this point. Yes. After the Senate passed a CR with a with a voice vote and skipped town, so we we you know we kind of put the wind back in you know in his sails, so, and are speaking on behalf of the people, including our constituents. You're about to go over to this chamber. I guess that's my next question for you. I mean, I was stunned that Mitch sure. McConnell floated a bill yesterday with not one new penny for, for border security to the wall. Um, and, mm -hmm. and just for clarity, sir, two things. One, I heard you talk about the number. Is it going to be a border wall or is it going to be border security? Secondly, can Mitch McConnell get sure. the votes to pass this? Yeah, okay, those are two important questions. The first question, you know, the word wall has become a bit of a, a misunderstood word because, of course, wall implies a closed structure, which, by the way, I still think is better. I think a concrete wall that has no opportunity for people to, you know, to spread their legs and scale it, um, I think that's a better structure. That said, the president likes the steel, you know, walls with the slats in it, the steel slat um, fence. So th that's the only distinction, but it's a physical barrier that stands between, you know, Mexico and the United States, and call it whatever you want. Secondly, okay. does he have the votes? I don't know if he has the votes, Chris, but here's what I would say. Um, you know, this is, this is getting to be a fairly sweet bill because there are a lot of hurting people in the southeast part of this country and in California that want and need the relief that this bill now has as a result of the House adding it as an amendment to the Senate bill. So if, if it passes tonight, goes to the Senate, it will not be easy for uh, you know, some no. of those uh, <clears throat> members to vote against. But here's what I would say. Here's what's as important as anything. At least we're back in the fight. And that's what was disappointing about the clean CR <sighs> coming out of the Senate. A clean CR that passed on a voice vote, Chris. Right. It, not, some people Con call it unanimous. That's not necessarily true. It doesn't mean it was unanimous. It just means that no one objected. Congressman, just because of time's sake, I've got a couple more things I want to get to, sir. You just spoke about a unanimous Shoot. vote. One of those things that's been being pitched now as a unanimous vote was Savannah's Act by Senator Heidi mm -hmm. Heitkamp. She says, hey, look, we've got to get this thing passed to help protect indigenous people both on and off the reservation. She's suggesting mm -hmm. that Chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Bob Goodlatte, is the single person that's holding this up. I want to share with you what she said to our uh, D.C. Bureau, brought you in the conversation, and give you a chance to sure. respond. Sure. It is really tragic that one person over in the Senate um, or over in the House has stopped this important legislation from moving forward. And I have to say, you know, it doesn't seem like there's been a lot of willingness on the part of other Republican colleagues over there who say they support it to actually help us uh, convince Chairman Goodlatte that he needs to let it go. And, I, you know, in particular, it's, it's, it's important that um, uh, Congressman Kramer weigh in um, with uh, Chairman Goodlatte and that he push uh, to, to get this done as well in the end. The unfortunate thing, and, and this is one of the things that I think the American public doesn't realize, the House members aren't here. The Senate's been working now for two weeks and the House hasn't been in Washington, <laughs> D.C., so it's awfully hard mm -hmm. to um, uh, rally the, the troops over there when they're home enjoying the holiday season instead of here working. Senator-elect, I got very limited time. She's saying that you were hanging out and enjoying the holiday season and you're not doing enough to push Representative Goodlatte. What say you? 
I know I didn't see Senator Heitkamp at the uh, signing ceremony for the Farm Bill today. She was on the conference committee. I, so I don't know what she's talking about. I'm sitting here right now. Bob Goodlatte and I had a good discussion about it today. We have a red line version. There, there is a problem. A number of our police officers and police organizations have a problem with the bill. We've got a fixed version of it. The matter, the issue is the clock itself. There, there are 137 um, UCs, as they call them, bills like what Senator Heitkamp's talking about that have come over from the Senate. Um, there's not a hold on it right now. We hope we can get it on what we call, we don't have a UC, we don't have unanimous consent. We have to vote on every bill. This is one of the differences. The House votes on every bill. We don't just not vote and call it a right. bill or call it passed. Con so we have to bring it to the floor. We hope to be able to bring it. We couldn't get it tonight, maybe tomorrow. If not, you know, I'm, I'm happy to introduce the bill on January 3rd if that's what it takes. Congressman, last question. She obviously is making it sound like she's been extremely busy, but has she taken the time to call you and congratulate you on your win? <clears throat> Well, she, she's not done that, but more importantly, I talked to Bob Goodlatte just about two hours ago, and she hasn't even called him to ask him to, you know, to get the bill through. So th that's a bit of the problem, to tweet an insult at the chairman of the Judiciary Committee rather than call him and say, hey, Bob, how can we get this done is not the way, that's not how bipartisan leaders work. Boy, I have a lot to say, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Senator-elect Kevin Kramer, thank you so much for the time, sir. I know we'll talk to you again soon. And by the way, the big hoopla over pens today was whether or not the president would use Mitch McConnell's hemp pen to sign the bill. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> if you get one of those, let us know, will you? All right, we've got to leave it there. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> Congressman Kramer, thank you very much, sir. Stick around. We're going to be wrapping things up. We'd love to